Hello, and welcome to the Five Core Life Podcast with Will Moore, founder of Momentum. If you're not already, please make sure to follow and subscribe to the Five Core Life Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts so you get notified when episodes air every week. On this week's episode of the Five Core Life, host Will Moore sits down with Mike Johnson, Air Force veteran, author, and member of Bachelor Nation. If you remember, he was on Hannah B's season of The Bachelorette, if you do watch the show. A little bit more about Mike Johnson. Um, surviving reality TV fame, a deployment with the military, and countless challenges throughout his life and career, Mike now writes and speaks on how the ability to overcome stems from the power within. With his focus on self-love, the breakout star from ABC's The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise is transforming audiences by showcasing his global influence through brave storytelling and big smiles. Mike and Will get deep into the power of mindset, the social dilemma facing the world today, and how to combat it. Mike also discusses a new reality TV show that he's working on, all focused on improving yourself. In addition, Mike shares the top habit he's developed to explode his growth. Are you ready to fire on all cylinders? If so, let's go! Everyone has the same five core areas of their life that ultimately determine how happy they'll be. Unfortunately, most of us have developed failure habits in each, and it's Will Moore's mission to help replace those with success habits to maximize momentum. After exiting his business for a combined nine-figure sum, Will learned it's not just about becoming an entrepreneur of your career, but an entrepreneur of the most important business you'll ever run, your life. And to crush it in your life requires firing on all cylinders in your five cores by continually taking action, building habits, and maintaining balance in each. There he is. <laughs> How you doing today? What's up, man? <laughs> Nothing much. Nothing hey, much. It's, it's, I've seen you. So I was just saying, um, you know, even if people don't watch Bachelor that are, you know, watching today, you know, it's, it's going to be worth watching because you're not just, you know, sometimes people like to put people in boxes. Not sometimes, a yeah. lot of times. And a you're, lot you're of times, yeah. clearly more than just a guy that was on a reality show. I love what you're doing. You wrote a book. You're a vet. Um, I come from a, a line of military in my family, so I'm excited to dig into it. Yeah. Hey, where are you right now? I'm at home. Uh, that looks like a, a nice pad. And you're living where currently? I live downtown Austin right now. Nice. Dude, that's like the bachelor party that I missed. I've never been. I, I had like some, some of my buddies twice. I, I couldn't go for for various reasons. Everybody says it's like the best town ever. What's, what's your take on it? I'm, I love it here. I mean, I wish it wasn't COVID when I moved here, but it's awesome. I mean, where I live downtown, I mean, I'm literally looking at Lady Bird Lake right now. It's beautiful here. It's just beautiful. So much work to be done uh, as far as like getting a career and hustling and just fun times. It's it's just amazing. Nice, man. Well, welcome to the show. Super glad to have Mr. Mike Johnson. Uh, so you were on season, what season of The Bachelor, Bachelorette were you? I was on The Bachelorette, I was in season 15. That was season. last, it seemed like so long ago, it was 2019, it was last year. Last year, and yeah. and you were the favorite, correct me if I'm wrong, the fan favorite, which is, you know what, that's pretty hot action, when when you know that the world's like, we like this guy, and we want him, they wanted you to be The Bachelor, right? Is, we is, like is this what guy. I, what I've heard, right. Man, I'm trying. I, I want to say humble. <laughs> that, that's what I I've been you, told. I set you up to not to not be humble. So let me rephrase that. Um, this is a fact. I've done my research. The the world yes. wanted wanted Mike to be the next bat, next batcher. He was the fan favorite. The producers ended up going with a different gentleman. So um, yes. you know, but it's. I mean, you're still a young guy. It's not like you're 80 and you've missed your chance at life. So who knows? Oh no, happen, we're right? we're in our prime, baby. We're we're prime. in our prime right now. Prime time. <laughs> You look good, man. So I want to get into, so this show is about, you know, yeah, we like to talk about everything, uh, you know, fun stuff, experiences, maybe some of your interesting experiences with The Bachelor and then what you learn. And then obviously there's a, a personal development, there's a wellness, there's a growth aspect, um, living your five core life, which I think is, yes. is essential for everybody to understand, like, look, we got these main areas of our lives. We can't just ignore them. We got to say, okay. Where do I currently stand in them? Where am I headed? Where am I going to end up? What's going to be said at my funeral? 
And if we're not in line with, with the habits that we currently have to get there, we need to make some changes. So we'll, we'll get into some of that stuff as well. I know you've done some, a lot of introspection. A big part of that process is becoming aware of yourself, shining a big Absolutely. old spotlight. No pun intended because of the light that just hit you a few minutes ago. Big old spotlight. <laughs> there you go. A big old spotlight on your life and, you know, just basically being like, okay, what's working? What's not working? What changes do I need to make? And that's that growth owner mindset, I call it, versus the fixed victim where it's like, Dude, for me, so I, hope, I hope the life, life just comes to me. So, yeah, let's talk that, about that. What's that your- is so big. I always talk about being introspective. That's, I think literally if if one wants to grow or if one is annoyed with their current circumstances they must be introspective you have to be it's the only way to grow i don't despite what challenges a person may go through it may be everything being against you you need to be introspective and know to get out of that situation even then right and so you have to start with self it must start with self victim mentality doesn't get us nowhere except for more victims and more friends that just want to party and be victims. And I bet you have some good experience with, um, so, you know, bringing it back to the bachelor stuff. So obviously in life, you, you have people that come in and out of your life at different times. And, you know, some, you know, what you just said about friends, people you surround yourself, so unbelievably huge in terms of, you know, you are that whole adage, you are the average of the, of the top three or five people you hang out with. So true, right? Yes. And because if if those four, four to five people have a victim mindset and have this like, you know what, my mind is fixed. There's nothing I can really do about it. I'm just going to try to take and get away with as much as I can in this world and hope that I win the lottery or something great happens to me because, um, you know, I don't want to work for it myself and I just want things to just fall in my lap. Like if, if you're surrounded with people like that, guess what's going to happen to you? It, it's, it's just you're not going to win the lottery. <laughs> Not gonna win a lot. You gotta work, and and we're living in a day and age. I say this all the time, where it's becoming easier and easier to do less and less, and discipline is becoming a thing of the past, and that is a dangerous thing because discipline is one of these things where, you know, back in the day, our, our great grandparents, if they wanted a, they wanted a glass of milk, guess what they used to have to do? They used to have to go out in the barn, milk the friggin' cow, bring it in. And if they wanted cheese, oh, forget about it. Then they had to curdle it and they had to do this whole, right? Salt. Well, see, to go- you're, you're, you're bringing up another point when it comes not only discipline, but the aspect of we want things now. We, we want it to happen right now. Right even, now. If you, even if you work hard, we don't have a mindset of it's going to take years to accomplish this. So, for example, being on reality TV, we gained such a beautiful, huge following overnight, right? Uh, and... I'm starting to create, I'm about to create a YouTube channel and I have to tell myself, I'm starting from scratch, you know, creating that completely from scratch in comparison to going on TV and getting just this huge following overnight. And so for myself included, all of TV, uh, reality TV personnel, we think that it just happens like that. And then everyone else that's not even on TV wants it to happen like that when that's a part of our situation right now we have to fix. Not only do we got to be disciplined, we have to realize it takes time. Don't comp- comparison is a thief of joy. We can't compare ourselves to other people and how they get theirs. It's so well said. Let's get into this a little bit. I'm glad that you're 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 in tune, right? So it's, I, a lot of times with guests, I like to throw things out, see what people kind of hone in on. So you get this, and I want. I actually was talking about this the other day with somebody. So I'd like to have a, a little bit more in depth conversation because this to me is so fascinating, and t- it's one of the number one problems facing the world today. Is this whole instant gratification and being able to get whatever we want with a click of a button or at least thinking that we can and getting more complacent and basically like we were saying earlier that victim fixed victim mindset just wanting the the world to come to us why is that 18 year old influencer you know all of a sudden he's got he's got three million followers i want to do that i can do that right and it's like yeah, those, there's there's very rare one in a million circumstances where somebody's going to hit and, and they're going to make a career. And there are some people, but 99 times out of 100, you if you want to be happy and you want to achieve goals and, and you have a vision of where you want to get, you got to work for it. And yes. even those people that you see a lot of times, it makes it look like they're, they're overnight successes, right? That's not how it works. It's it's they, they, They've been maybe working on this 
behind the scenes for a long time and they've been I, crafting I, it. I think somewhere I read that uh, overnight success on average is about 12 years. I forget where I read that at. But over, overnight success, is, that just means that you didn't know them yesterday. That's exactly right. They haven't been honing in on that craft, right? Just because you know them today, whatever, Wednesday, December 15th or whatever today is, they've been working for the last 10 years. But you just now know who they are. And that's the thing that people fail to realize. And we can also tell the ones that did have overnight success because normally they're not going to be the ones that last because they haven't built in. What, what, we're, what, we're, what we're talking about here is hard work and knowing that it takes time. The, the word that hones all that in is lifestyle, right? And you have to have a lifestyle of doing these things that you want to accomplish because if not, and you do make it, that's just a one-hit wonder because you don't you haven't built up the grit in order to – make it happen consistently over time and time again. 100%. And it, you know what that reminds me of? Have you ever seen that show, The Lottery Ruined My Life? What, yes. <laughs> what you just said, like, 1,000%. Because yeah. if you give somebody, and, and there's an old adage, another old adage that I heard, but it all ties together, so stay with me here. If you give somebody a million dollars that hasn't built that lifestyle, that discipline, and knows, and the mindset, and knows what to do with it, how to grow it, how to maintain, you know, make sure it grows exponentially, you, the compounding effect, all those good things. You might as well just flush it down the toilet. And that exactly. show, The Lottery Ruined My Life, is the perfect example where you see these people and they, they, you know, a year later, they're broke. Everybody hates them because they got all yeah. these people handing out, putting their hands out and they don't know how to handle it. And then they give people money, but then the people just want more. And then they make bad investments because they're, they, you know, they haven't been, like, like we said, the, they haven't created oh, yeah. that 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 knowledge and that mindset on how to grow it um, versus the opposite which is you know you you take you, you bankrupt somebody that that's gotten there with their mind and and their lifestyle and through their work ethic and they've developed that discipline and give them a year and they'll be right back right that's so i've seen it time and time and time again it's so true one of my favorite rappers uh, his name is wale he says you should respect the man more that lost it and got it back in comparison to the man that just got it once in regards to and financially regards and so i completely agree with that because once you've built that mindset you can make it happen yeah people that have people that have made the things that you want have happened you could strike everything away from them and they still will have a mindset of positivity prosperity because it's all up here you could take all the, the physical things away from them they'll still get it and that's what people have to understand it's all starts in the mind that's exactly right. And and so while we're talking about that, let, let, let me ask you, how, how do you feel your mindset has changed over the years? And, and and how have, you know, if you've developed more of this growth owner, which it seems like you have, how has that affected your life? I can honestly say um, the military taught me culture and that there's more, one, more than one way to think. And then when I became a financial advisor, I had so many goals and I accomplished all of them. And at that moment I learned that there's nothing that I can't do. Literally, if you put in the, I mean, hard ass work, you put it in, the universe literally will move and find you. It's like, it, I have no other way to say it, but it's just that, right? And so those are the two things I've learned. One is that there's more than one way to do things, right? Don't think outside a box, think as if there isn't a box. And then two, if you put your head down, you know, f sacrifice a couple of things, the universe literally will reward you with what you've been trying to create. Amen. There's nothing that I can't do. Dude, I love that. And and let me let me let's discuss that briefly. So I when you said no box, there is no box. So I actually I just did this like commentary side by side. Denzel Washington's given this speech, this commencement speech. I don't know if you've seen it, but if you go to my page right now three or four posts ago, I did like a side-by-side -side where he does a speech and then I comment on it. And he kind of starts out exactly with what you said, where he's basically like, you know, so many of us put ourselves in this, we, we get put in this box and then we feel like we need to stay within the lines. And he's like, no, you need to color. You got to color outside the lines if you want to ever have that bright, beautiful life. He didn't say exactly like that, but that's how I heard it. And, okay. <laughs> right. And it's like, it's like, and to me, it's like, there's always going to be obstacles that are in your way and and the thing is like okay am i going to just let my fear dominate me and stay within the boundaries or am i going to burst through and say you know what there's awesome sauce on the other side of those obstacles definitely so no one remembers the person who was too scared or the person who only colored in the lines 
No one remembers that individual. I want her that, and I, no offense to the people that you know make straight A's, because when I have kids, I want them to make straight A's. But uh, I think it was Elon Musk who said um, he wasn't an A student, but he has A plus students that work for him. You know, meaning that those are the individuals that follow every single rule that you know they they can't mess up in any regards. Elon Musk is someone who. He scares the hell out of me when it comes to like from an investment standpoint. I'm like, bro, what is he going to do next, right? But he's always innovating, always thinking outside the box, always saying, "We're going to live on the Mars in our lifetime," right? That, these are the absurd things that he says, but he pushes himself to that extent. Yeah, he, he's a he's a great example of of exactly what we're talking about, right? And and a lot of people have different feelings. Say what you want about you know his personality or whatever, but his mindset is is like times a thousand of exactly what we're talking about right absolutely and, and one thing you just said which i want to hone in on i have kids too by the way how old are your kids no i said when i have kids i have no children right now i didn't None. think you did you said that, i was like hmm, let's, let's get into that okay that makes a lot more sense okay so so i have two children right and and you just said about the grades and, and this is a very important conversation i think for anybody that has kids or is going to have kids the old broken society view was you got to get straight A's. If you don't, there's something wrong with you. But then, and then it's like, then the kid get, that's how they develop that victim mindset that my brain's right. broken. There's something wrong with me. Why can't I be like every other kid versus an Elon Musk? Like you just used that example of I've got certain strengths and I've got vision. I don't care what everybody else around me says I can or can't do. I'm going to go out and I'm going to freaking go full speed ahead, becoming bigger, better, faster, smarter, stronger, every step of the way. And I'm going to color outside those lines. And you know what, if I have weaknesses, which I do, because everybody does, I'm going to find people that have those as strengths and surround myself with them. Boom. Literally. That's Literally. it. That's Literally. it, people. So why do we as humans, Mike, why, you know, why do we do we go, we fail or, or we somebody else does something and we're not as good at it that's not our strength do we go oh man I, i'm my brain I, I suck like i'm stupid i'm a loser why why can't i do that right but yet that's becoming it's not becoming less of the trend it's actually becoming more of the trend for reasons i think like we were talking about earlier with this insta society and, and low-hanging fruit and like instant gratification where you go on social media which we're on right now which by the way we'll get into a topic <laughs> soon about how I, technology in, inherently is not a bad thing. Like we're using yeah. it for a good thing, right? We're talking about good conversations. Anybody that's watching us, hopefully is picking up tips and slowly gonna improve their mindset and their lives. But you know, there is the, the dark side of it, which is, you know, people going on and comparing themselves. Teenage suicide is at an all time high, especially for females. They're comparing themselves to other people. They think, oh, why can't I have that? Why can't I be like that? Why can't I look like her? Meanwhile, these photos are airbrushed and stuff. And that's just becoming more and more of a problem not less i know for i know for a fact if any if any of those women are listening or guys i know for a fact self-admittedly there's photos airbrush and all that good stuff <laughs> like it's just it is what it is <laughs> right i mean there, it used to be like back in the day when i was growing up it was like you didn't have the option to it was you took a picture on your on your the camera you got from yeah. right and then you took the film in and you got it developed and it was what it was, right? Yeah, whatever comes out, comes out. Now there's a zillion apps you can use in two seconds and you can bleach out your, your imperfections. You can make your, your face glow like baby Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> what can't you do? And yet people still look at us and go, oh, look how pretty she is. Look how, you know, look, why can't I look like that? We need to have more conversations like this and get it to a, a broader audience and make it, and make these conversations more popular so that people know, right? To also include when it comes to uh, the, the individuals that feel like they fail because they can't do something. I just had a conversation yesterday uh, with my cinematographer. I'm creating a TV show around insecurities and mental health. And we literally just talked about it. I'm like, bro, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but that's why I hired you, right? This is what you're good at. We all have right. our strengths. And, you know, I've always been a firm believer that if you want to make it far, you need to go with many. If you want to make it quickly and drown out, go by yourself, right? And so the people that have made it, Elon Musk does not know everything. He's a genius, I give him that, but does not know everything, right? And so, therefore, he has to hire the people that know the, the crap that he doesn't know. And people have to know that. Joe Rogan, one of the, the – he has, you can arguably say, the best podcast ever based on his contract, right? 
he does not know how to edit the damn podcast, right? Other people have to know how to do that for him. I need people to know that. 100%. What, by the way, what's this show going to be called that you're doing? Uh, I see one of our guests is asking. Oh, uh, <laughs> the title is very, very loose right now. It's, uh, as of right now, it's just in paper as a more sweet. It means self-love in Latin. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah. It's beautiful. And, when, and so when do, can we expect this to, and is it going to go straight to, is it going to go on like streaming? Is it going to go to YouTube? Is it going to be, what, what, how's it going to be presented? That's where more conversations will need to be had. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Early stages. That's all you say. I like it. But listen, that's why I love you. You're on this show. And like you just said, what you just said is exactly it. More conversations like this, right? So my, my mission, um, actually, it's funny. I'm trying to figure out exactly. I'm honing my mission. There's, uh, there's two parts that I'm, I'm kind of struggling with. But a big part of it is giving self-help a place at the cool kids' table. That's yeah, and that's exactly what it has to be. It has to be right? at the cool kids table. Yeah, it's got to be at the cool kids table. Like people, this what conversations like this that we're having need to be had more widespread, and have people be like, yeah, let's talk about this stuff. Yeah, I want to be the best version of myself. Yeah, I got weaknesses. Yeah, I wasn't born perfect, but you know what? I want to become better. I want to grow, and show me. Let's talk. Like I want more. You know, versus the majority with that fixed mindset, right? It's, they want to always prove how smart they are because they're so afraid that somebody will discover that their brain is, is not awesome or that they're not smart. But again, that's, that's a total unrational perception and reality because they can make their brain grow in any way that they want, but they've developed this sort of like, well, it is what it is. So I better like just play it safe and play it easy and hide the fact that you know maybe i'm not as awesome as i could be and so when, that needs to be the widespread right absolutely needs to be the widespread i remember uh, i was when you were speaking i was thinking about my i know people that have tens of millions of followers on instagram and i know that they have spoken publicly in public forums at the big kids table but the masses for whatever reason they hear it but it immediately it goes away once that individual takes a cool picture or, or does something really cool on a new TV show. And for some reason, the, there's a disconnect, which is you can have Denzel Washington, you brought him up earlier, who could speak real stuff, but then the next movie comes out, Equalizer 3 or whatever, and then people automatically forget about it, right? And it's like, he's literally feeding you. You just have to listen to it and stick with that, you know, because we are slowly, this conversation is slowly starting to get to the big kids' table and the, and the cool kids' table, but for some reason there's a disconnect and or it, it just doesn't stick as long as the bad stuff sticks if that makes sense it's almost like food i can i can correlate this to food when you eat really healthy you get hungry quicker <laughs> when you eat bad food it sticks you longer <laughs> i don't well, know why that is let's this you i love that thank you this is dude this i'm so glad i had you on the show because you're 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 really getting into some cool stuff here so i was just taking notes while you were talking um Right. It's this this disconnect that happens where somebody says something and or you read something, you read an inspirational quote. How many self-help motivational like pages are out there that people are, are following? Right. And they see this motivational quote. Like, yeah. And they like it. And then they scroll to the next and it's freaking gone forever. Right. And that's yeah. what I always talk about. It's about habits. It's about discipline. And it's about actually having the wherewithal to say, OK, I don't have that in my life. Like we're talking about spotlight earlier, right? Wait a minute. Like that would be a really cool thing to have. I would probably be happier if I developed that. Let's set a plan and a goal and hold myself accountable every single day. And that's exactly what I help people with. I'm, I'm trying to give them this fun, cool system. I'm gamifying it and I'm making it to where it's like, like so I'm building this app and you're this rocket ship and you have these five different cores and they're each the main areas of your life and literally to get off the ground to get to the next planet to get to the next galaxy to get to you know fight through asteroid fields you have to be building your habits every single day and there's a fun way to do it and it's frictionless and the whole point i don't know if you read atomic habits by james clear great book if you haven't i highly highly recommend it he talks about it's all about reducing the friction to build the habits that you want and in increasing the friction to get rid of the habits that you don't want. Like, so for instance, what you just said about eating healthy, right? So you have Doritos 
and Oreos in your pantry. You, it's midnight. You're a midnight snacker. You go to the pantry. What do you think you're going to grab? Versus, so that's you. You've you, you've 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 created that because you put it in front of you. You've made it obvious. Versus throw all that stuff away. And it's not easy, right? Like nobody wants to do that. And that's why you want to go in little baby steps. You don't want to do all this stuff at first because people get frustrated and they'll quit. But if you remove that from the equation, you're reducing the friction to eat good and you replace it with mixed nuts, which is what I, so and by the way, this is an actual true story. I'm telling you, I used to be at Doritos and Oreos. Like I used to just midnight, I would just snap. And Oreos for years I could get away with it, but then you start to get a little older and you're like, whoa, what's this? Right. Yeah. And again, it's compounding like it, it takes time. But if you don't develop these habits earlier on, flash forward 10 years, I, I would not look like this versus, OK, I find something that maybe isn't quite as gratifying at first. Right. Like mixed nuts. Like, oh, that ain't this. It doesn't taste as good, but it's still good enough to where you're like, OK, this this satisfies my craving. And then eventually you fake it till you make it. You Because it's the only thing that's there, you keep eating that every single night at midnight. And then it gets to the point where you don't even crave those Doritos and cookies. And not only that, you go, what the heck was I thinking? And the nut mixed nuts actually taste better because you're building that positive momentum in your physical health core. I so agree with that. I, I do something extremely similar, a true story, not in regards to food, but in regards to my mindset. So previously going on TV, previously to this acclaim that I have as of today, I I only had like 80, I was only following like 80 people on, on IG. And I mean, I had friends that I wouldn't follow either. It wasn't about that. It was just about, I look at the word following. I'm, that I, I broke down the word, I'm following this person for a reason, right? And literally the only people I would follow were people that inspired me. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not trying to tell everyone to do this, but this if, if you want to have this mindset that can't be broken, what, it was what I surrounded myself around because again, if, if it's midnight, I'm, I'm, I'm a human being, I'm going to be hungry. I'm going to go for those Doritos or Oreos unless I have something healthier there. So for me, when I would go online and scroll because I'm freaking addicted to it, right? I would only ensure that I'm able to see positive reinforcements in my life. And I mean, when it came to business, I only saw business things. So I would stop spending money on miscellaneous things and instead, instead of I became, I had a mindset of if I buy a pair of Nikes, then I must buy one stock at Nike, right? And that, that came directly from what I was feeding myself via the beauty of IG. And there's beauty within the internet. We just have to utilize it and discipline ourselves to, we took the red pill or the blue pill, right? I chose to take the pill of, if I'm going to be feeding myself, I only want to feed myself with things that are going to make me better and become the next version of who I desire to be in my life in comparison to watching a a bunch of cute girls <laughs> dude love love that like so that's exactly what i was just talking about a few sec a few minutes ago before you Correct. came in with that is developing a i call them success versus failure habits just because good and bad habits are just to me that's so because it's like you're either creating a path to success or you're creating a path to failure and so a failure habit would be exactly what you just said, which is following people like, well, I, don't, I don't even want to name any names because then, you know, people are going to get offended. But there's yeah. certain people, let's just say the fixed victim type people, and that becomes like you're, what you idol. That's what you're, you're, you're feeding yourself more yeah. of. And then guess what? Social media starts picking up like, oh, this person likes this type of stuff. And then they just start showing you oh, more of it. Especially right? TikTok. Oh, my God. <laughs> It is crazy. I haven't even gone down the TikTok road. I'm like, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm I'm too old for that. I'm 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 gonna stay stay away from that. But I right, it's become the newest of exactly yes. what you're saying. And and you know, it's funny. Like from what I've seen of it, it's it's kind of exactly what we're saying, even magnified. And then it's like even shorter snippets. Like what we're doing right now. Yes. This is me, 45 minute interview or so. There's gonna be a lot of, especially the younger generation. They're gonna see that 45 minutes and immediately be like, that's too long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want. Yeah. I want ten seconds. Give it to me all in ten seconds. Yeah. Five seconds. Yeah. Right? And then we're like, how do I give you this beauty in ten seconds? That's that's our dilemma right now. <laughs> that's exactly right. right. And that's my mission in life. And it sounds like you're on a similar page, which is like bringing that stuff to the cool kids table by reducing the friction, by making it easier to consume, and making them. You got to connect with their want, their why, their want. They have to want to do it, right? You can. You can pull a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. You can't force people into it. They have to go, 
yes, I want to be the happiest and best version of myself. Why the heck wouldn't I? Let's go. Right. And, and for whatever reason, there's still a negative stigma with like self-help, personal development, where it's like, oh, are you trying? Like I'm, I'm mentoring a couple of kids and they're Gen Zers and they're, I say kid, they're, they're 21, 22. Um, and how old are you, by the way? I'm 32. Okay, there you go. So, so they use this word. They say they call them tryhards. This is what the Gen Zers are using now. Like, why are you trying yeah. so hard, dude? What, yeah. what are you, a tryhard? Um, a hardo, he says also. And I, I like when he said that to me, it just like rung so a big bell in my head that just went. You know what? When I was in that generation, there was a term I can't remember what it was. Uh, wannabe was was I yeah. think my generation, right? And there's always a term for each generation. And you know who that is? Those are those people that are the fixed victims that are down here that are going, hey, don't leave me because then I'm mm -hmm. gonna feel crappy about myself. I don't wanna be I don't wanna be left in the dust and look stupid. Don't go up and better yourself. Stay down here with me. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you can remember that, like if you can like when somebody tries to put you down for trying to better yourself, like that immediately you you're able to it's that change that mindset and start to go, you know what? step back and again it goes back to the people you surround yourself with. you know the the number one thing the greatest thing i've ever done in my life ever is to leave my environment that i grew up in ever for me personally when i was 21 years old that's when i left for the military can you still hear me yeah yeah okay. when i was 21 years old that's when i left for the military and it was only because i knew going back to the top five friends that you have that you surround yourself with and knowing that those individuals and i love them some of them are still my friends they're just friends from a distance now and they will subconsciously pull you down with them and or you will want to be down with them so for example when there are certain things that i do i there's certain friends i just don't tell right not because i don't care about them because i don't want them to they have a victim mindset i don't want them to feel bad and so now i've just distanced myself from those individuals so for those 21 year olds that talk about the tryhards but when, by the time they're my age and your age, those 21 year olds that are tryhards are going to be the ones that we're talking about, right? And That's so right. in order to, to get away from that mentality, you have to just move away from and or distance yourselves from those individuals. You still can love them, just love them from a distance. Like now when I go back home to Dallas, that's when I love up on my older, old friends, but I don't live in Dallas anymore and there's a reason for that. Dude. I'm always telling people like I like you are the definition of a growth owner and the fact that you removed you literally removed yourself from the situation like that couldn't have been easy right and I mean I'm sure there's other factors involved but at, at the end of the day it sounds like you recognized I'm surrounded by people that are not helping me to grow by fixed mm -hmm. victims and I need to get the heck out of Dodge and I tell people that all the time and you, you want to know what the typical fixed victim response is? Well, that's impossible. Oh, God, How am no, I supposed, no. What am I supposed to move? What am I supposed to just move my whole life? What am I yeah. supposed to, to break up with this person? They love me. They, yeah. We've been together for, five, for 10 years. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. You know, it's not easy, but that's the whole yeah. point of what we're talking about. It's, like it has to, it's those hard decisions. It's facing the fears and, and getting through them. You know, is it going to sting? Is it going to hurt? Absolutely, right? That, that's that's part of life too. With that, one of my favorite quotes, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie from Vanilla Sky, uh, yeah. Tom Cruise, years ago. It's kind of an obscure movie, even though to me, it's like one of the best movies he's ever made. Vanilla Sky, in this movie, uh, Jason, I can't remember what his name, is talking to him, his, his best friend, and he goes, without the bitter, the sweet just ain't as sweet. And I freaking love that because what exactly why we're just talking about, which is like, life's going to suck and it's going to be hard but if you know that that it's going to be that much better because of those times and that you look at those as temporary obstacles that build your character that build your mindset that build your strength like that's that's where you're that's where you're at that's when you're going to start rocketing to the moon in your rocket ship going to absolutely elon musk style <laughs> elon no, matter musk what, no matter what anyone that's yeah that's the goal right is to have that that mindset that you built up such a callus, right? We know the term callus. I, I look at it in the terms of brain. We built a brain callus to where no matter what takes place in our lives, you can't break me. That's a David Goggins quote. You can't break me. You can't take away my mindset. Like you can, you can shackle me. You can put me in chains. You can take away this past week. 
I was scammed out of a lot of money, a lot of money, and you can't break me. It's just, it's just impossible to happen. So when you got scammed out of the money, which, but let's talk about that for a second. So I, that's happened to me in my younger years. Um, you know, I'm in my 40s now. Uh, in my 30s, I can't even count on two hands how many times I got ripped off. And you would think with, with, with you know, put it this way. If I could go back in a time machine to, to back then, it wouldn't have happened, right, because of what I've yeah. learned. But, yeah. And it really stung and it sucked at the time. And the earlier, more victim of me side was like, you know what, like, I just want to throw my hands up in the air. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm an idiot. Like, I got scammed. And then it happened again, right? But then what you do is if you start, if you have that growth owner, you learn from it. And you go, you know what, that sucked. It stung. It didn't feel great. Nobody's ever going to tell you. If anybody tells you it feels great, you need to fail. <laughs> yes, fail forward. But it's not going to feel awesome at the time. But yeah. the, key, the difference between a fixed victim and a growth owner is the time it takes you to pull out of it. Yes. Yes, I was going to say that. Exactly. Right. It's sort of like, okay, let's get back on our feet. What did I learn from that? How can I grow from it? Make sure that doesn't ever happen again. Mm -hmm. You're, You're exactly right. Exactly right. When you could reduce, let's say you start off at eight, 17 years old and it takes you three weeks or three years to get over a guy or a girl, right? And then by the time you're 25, it may take you two years. By the time you're 30, it may take you one year, right? In that example, what I looked at it from a financial example. There's been four times in my life so far where I've been, I've lost out on some money that I shouldn't have lost out on. And every time it's been less and less. This last one that happened last week, literally within two hours, I was like, okay. Right. Right. We, well, <laughs> you start, you start, and, and this, this kind of can tie into a conversation about trust and stuff too. So I think it's important, like people say, oh, you need to be trusting. That's like, you hear that all your life, trust, trust, trust. What I've learned is people need to earn your trust because unfortunately not everybody is just a hundred percent honest. That's just the way the world works. It's not a negative view. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just how yes. it is. Yeah. Right. And so you need yeah. to kind of determine and take calculated risks like, okay. So now for instance, like if I ever hire a, uh, a worker, like, so I moved to Chicago about four years ago before that I'd already been through all this and I'd, I'd, um, I, I'd hired, uh, enough people over the years to know I, that I had a good electrician because I, I have rental properties, a good plumber, a good contractor, all these things. And I moved to Chicago and I got ripped off like the first four or five times. And, and I broke my rule because I actually, they were recommendations, which was at least better than nothing. But I usually have a rule of three, which is I always get three quotes and bids for things because then I get to kind of see how the, the company works. And, and, and I determine like, okay, who's the most trustworthy here? Because, there are a lot of people out there that don't have the morals and the character that are just out to take as much money from you as possible. And you do have to protect yourself. That's part of being a growth owner. A victim would say, oh, poor me, stole my money, you know, that, yeah. and blame it on them. No, blame mm -hmm. it on yourself. Blame mm -hmm. it on yourself and learn the lesson, right? Correct. And that's how, again, what we talked about earlier. Once you learn to be introspective first and foremost, and then also what I talked about with my favorite rappers, Wally says, respect the person more that lost it and can get it back. Right, yeah. because you you literally have built the callus. You truly have, and that's that's those are the people that we idolize. The people that because I was having a conversation with a friend of mine about, quite honestly, bachelor nation, and the people that seem to have never ever messed up, they don't get as much shine as the people that have a bit of controversy and or they they messed up once but then they bounce back and do the right thing, right? And that's just who we are as human beings. So I take. I like boxing. I take Floyd Mayweather, for example. The dude, he's a character, right? He's, he's a super character. He's not like Manny Pacquiao. If you watch boxing, Manny Pacquiao is from the Philippines. He's a wonderful human being as well as a wonderful boxer. Floyd Mayweather, he's arguably the best boxer of all time, the richest boxer of all time for sure. But he has a lot of controversy around him. As human beings, we seem to be fascinated with the Floyd Mayweather type in comparison to the Manny Pacquiao type. And I just want, I was saying that to say that we have to know that we have to bounce back through all the, the trials and tribulations because quite honestly, that's what makes people, that's how we get at the big kids table, the cool kids table, the popular table, when we can show that I'm a human being, but yet still I can achieve greatness, right? And that's, that's what, so when people get a victim mentality, when they get, when they, when they fail or when something goes wrong against them, 
we want to see that Rocky mentality, right? The movie Rocky. We want to see you get back up. We, we want to see, we, we do want to win. We do want to see you win, but we want to see you go through that trial and tribulation almost. It's like, there's a Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. quote, where he, I'm going to butcher it. Don't judge me in times of champion uh, and triumph, but judge me uh, in times of controversy. Yeah. And, and that's, it's just innate within all of us as humans. That's, we like find that out. We seek that out within an individual and the very next step that they do, that's what makes us like them. So for all the people listening, all the growth mindset listeners, when you go through that, have that in your mind. Like, what is your very next step? What are you going to do? Because that's going to define who you are. Well said. That's 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 100% right. It's right. You get knocked down, but what's your next step? And if, if nothing else from this, this, this conversation we're having, people watching, just take away like, okay, you want to be a growth owner. You don't want to be a fixed victim. Take a good look in the mirror right now. Maybe you're somewhere in between. Maybe you're one way or another. Uh, but, you know, if you want to be a growth owner and be that person that when you get knocked down, you don't you don't get you don't do the poor me syndrome or blame other people and say there's nothing I can do about it. But you say, OK, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to come bigger, better, faster, stronger and start taking steps every day to do that. And again, to me, one of the tricks I teach people it's that whole fake it till you make it. Like put an alarm in your phone every day. If there's like, so, so just a quick lesson people can do to, to get that is go to your, go to your funeral, right? It sounds a little morbid, but trust me, it's a good, it's a good, it's a, good, it's a great exercise. <laughs> you gotta, wait, wait, you gotta like it preface that first. <laughs> you, go to your you know what, you're right. Cause I gotta come up with a better way to say that. A funner, like again, reducing the friction and making it cool. Because when I say funeral, people get all morbid. So maybe back to the future, I, maybe you can help me with it. But the point is, you're getting eulogized, right? It's at the end of your life. You've lived your life. Okay. People are, and I do it for each of the cores, but let's, since we're talking about mindset today, mainly, let's talk about your mindset. What are people going to say about your mindset, right? What are the top three things that you want said about you? Write those down, right? And now let's go back to the, back to the past not the future. Um, maybe that's a, a too outdated of a reference, but we'll get there. And now you say, okay, am I on track? Like, am I, the way I'm living my life right now, am I on track to have those things said about me? Right. And then if, if the answer is no, write down the top three habits that you want to develop to get you there and then hold yourself accountable. And that's what my app is about when it comes out, it's not gonna be ready till June. You can go, um, I, I feel like you'd love it, so I'll, we'll keep in touch about it. Uh, and on my website, you can you can get a, an advanced copy. Like when it comes out, you can just uh, say, "Hey, let me know." I have moremomentum.com. But that's that's the key: is is start just slowly by slowly start getting rid of those failure habits and replacing them with success habits. Because habits don't care if they're good or bad, helping or hurting. That's, that's right, true. Mike? That's they're going to do their thing, and they're going to take their toll over time no matter what. And so if you've got ones that are hurting you, guess where, what's gonna be said and you're not doing anything about it, guess what's gonna be said at your funeral, right? And I even actually have another exercise that I have people do where I say, if you're on, if you don't change what you're doing right now and you continue on the same path, what do you realistically think is going to be said about you at your funeral? Talk about like a, a an awareness, uh, like we were talking about at the beginning of the show, like talk about the biggest spotlight you can possibly put on yourself. Like there's nowhere to hide when you do that, right? Because we, we convince ourselves, the, as the victim in us says, oh, well, you know, I'm not that bad, or, or you, know, uh, you know, that's too hard. Uh, you know, the, it, we, we make excuses on not taking those actions, and then a day goes by, and a month goes by, and a year goes by, and those habits that are on autopilot that are working against us, they do their thing, right? And so it's, it's make those, put those habits, but then once you reverse them, once you actually, and it's front-loaded work, but once you actually do the work to replace a negative habit with a success habit, for instance, what we were talking about earlier with the food, replacing mm -hmm. the Doritos and the cookies with mixed nuts and um, dried fruit, which is now, it's at first you're like, it doesn't taste quite as good. And it's, it, there's, a, there's a little bit, your body and your mind are, are resisting, right? And that, that's, that's just normal. That's why you can't build a habit in a day. But, you know, habits can take as little as one to two weeks, I've found. They can take as long as a couple months. Like there's no set formula. People try to tell you it's 21 days to build a habit. It's BS. 
uh, take it from me. Like, you know, like you, you, but just do it, put it on your schedule, put a reminder in your phone. Technology is here again to help you. Let's use it to help us. Like floss, let's say flossing is one. Like I never used to have any issues with my teeth for years and years. My dentist was like, dude, your teeth are on 30 some years old. He goes, you got a cavity. I was like, boom, immediately. I went and he's, he's like, you got to start flossing. You're not flossing. Are you? I was like, no, I've always had great teeth that night. I flossed. I put a reminder in my phone to, to go off every time I knew around the time I brushed my teeth, never looked back and, you know, been flossing for 10 years, but, and that's a perfect example of that was a habit working against me because I wasn't doing it. And I, had I not done anything about it, I would have ended up with jank teeth that fell out. Can't and now, it. you know, my teeth are great. Can't, can't have jank teeth, man. <laughs> can't, can't go with the jankies. I, I again agree with you in the sense of I, I I say it in this make it easy right make make life easy for you whatever you want to accomplish just make it easy for you so from the flossing aspect I have a water flosser because I don't like to floss with the old school way so I take a shower every day I got a water flosser that's in my bath my 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 tall standing shower thing whatever you call it right just put it there you know I wake up. Well, I used to wake up before I became an influencer or whatever. I used to wake up at 4.18 in the morning. First thing I would do was listen to some ET hip hop preacher and just get my mindset right. right? It just make people got to realize that no one is special. Like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, they're the same as just you and I, right? Jay-Z, same as you and I. And so what they do differently is they make life easier for themselves. It's that simple. Dude, you, and this goes back to what you were saying earlier. You've got to read. Atomic Habits by James Clear, because it, it ties into exactly what you were just saying, kind of what I was saying earlier, like make it reduce the friction, make it make the things you want to do obvious, put them right in front of you. You, you. you put that floss thing where you see it. So it's like it's right there in your face, right? You can't miss it. And you also that you're proving this example perfectly. You further reduce the friction by using a water flosser instead of the other one, because for you, that's more comfortable but yet you're still getting the same. Well, I assume I, I, I don't, I'm not a dentist. So a dentist may say, no, you should do it. the other my, No, my dentist is happy. Your, your teeth look good. Right. My so, but that's just it. You just, you, you did it without even kind of realizing that you were doing it because you have a growth owner mindset and those things kind of magically start happening, but not everybody sees that or does that. And like, how many people do you know that don't floss that, that, you know, it's not on their radar. And even if they get a cavity, you know, they'll do the whole, ah, you know, one cavity. Okay, that's not so bad. You know, maybe I need to brush my teeth or do floss more. But then they don't do anything about it, right? And then the next time it's two cavities. And the next time, and they just never take the action. It's the action. It's the action. action. It's always the action. You've got you know, to do something. Talking about the flossing, then we brought up Elon Musk earlier. I'm going to bring it two together. So one of the things that Elon Musk does, and I'm not telling anyone to do this because that dude is a bit out there. He's He's way like you said a thousand times deeper into this conversation he doesn't even own a home no more he like sleeps in at the factories right he's reducing all the friction like you literally sleep right. at the fact like i'm not telling anybody to do that but that guy literally took out all friction sleeps at the factory so that he wakes up and gets it done right people got to realize that just anything that you want in life like my roommate he is all about the gym he's like mike I think we need to. I think I think I need to build a home gym in the living room. I'm like, bro, come on, we got a roommate. You can't do that. But if he lived by himself, that's exactly what he would do, right? Just make life easier for yourself. Think as if there was no box. Like, no matter what you want to do, if you want to be a, a PhD and read books, that's what your life is, right? Put a timer on your phone that where it literally makes you shut off social media after 30 minutes, whatever the case may be. Like, right. Use technology for the. Like technology can be used in an abundant, beautiful way. That's just not as cool. We don't look at it from that aspect, right? Well, I love that you said that. And that tied earlier, I was saying I'm struggling with my mission. And, uh, you know, part of me is I want it to just be giving personal development or self-help, whatever. Even I don't even want to put those words in my mission statement because they have a negative connotation. But for now, it's like, right, personal development at the at seat at the cool kids table. The other part of my mission statement is using the latest in science and technology to improve your habits through gamification, right? By making it fun and cool. Yeah, that's, that's when you said that, I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. You like that's that good. one? Okay, yeah. good. I yeah, like gaming, 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 things is, is always the one. We always, is, go ahead. we always like, uh, we always like instant gratification. It's the same reason why in my book, 
my chapters are really, really small because I know that we live in a day and age to where the, the most people don't want to read a 30-page chapter, a 50-page chapter. And so for me, I had that in mind when I was writing the book. Make it short, make each, single, each chapter very, very short. People like to feel instant gratification. So when you play games, it's like, okay, I did this. What's next? I did that. What's next? So I think that's a really good idea. Right on. Thank you. Yeah. So, and that's exactly what we were talking about earlier, which is like, right, trying to like, so game, right. Gamification is a, it's a cool word, right? That's like, okay, game. Yeah. Like people love games. The PlayStation 5 just came out. Uh, I actually am a gamer myself. I didn't buy the PS5. Maybe I will. Um, I've always been my whole life. I love games. People love games. The PS5 sold like so many more units than the PS4. And I remember when the PS4 came out, they're like, this is the most units ever. They'll never top this. And it's people love it. I, I, didn't, I didn't want. To, I didn't want to interrupt you. That's why I was just like, Ugh, I got yeah, a, a, a seventeen. A seventeen-year-old kid. He made forty thousand dollars profit because he bought. Uh, I forget how X many PS5s and then resold it for three or four hundred bucks more on eBay. He made now forty. That's a growth owner. That's a growth. Yeah, that's, owner, that's what I'm saying. Like he, right? he literally is a growth owner, one hundred percent. Saw into the future, right? And that would be a growth <laughs> owner in his career and finances section. He sort of said, okay. What are trends? I always tell people when you're when you're focusing on the career and finance aspect of your life, you know you don't want it to be what can I make the most money doing? That's a trap, and because you'll never Correct. make enough. And if you're not loving what you're doing, mm -hmm, you, you, you might as well, you know, you might as and and you're not going to ever reach a point. Let me just tell you, I'm here to tell you, people, because I just sold my company last year. Um, our, our it wasn't just I didn't get all of it, but it was a combined group effort with with my partners for 300. And $23 million. Um, it was a congrats. Uh, thank you. It was a, um, it was a company similar to like a Grubhub, uh, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. It was called Doorstep Delivery, which we combined with Bite Squad, and now it's Waiter Holdings. But on that journey to get there, luckily I'd been reading enough and growing my mindset to know that when I did finally get that big payout, and I didn't know if it was going to come, but it did come. And guess what happened? Exactly what I suspected would happen. It was unbelievable for, I'd say, a week, two weeks tops, right? And that I was just like, oh, I can like, this monkey is off my back. I've spent the last 10 to 12 years building this business. It's been so many ups, downs. I've had to push through and it is, feels darn good to have people recognize that and to get a big paycheck in my hand and get rewarded. But then guess what happened? As soon as that started to kind of fade away and it didn't take long it was like okay what's next yeah, now what? yeah right yeah people yeah. that's that's how life is you do not if people think they just gonna if i could just get enough money if i could just look handsome enough if i could just get the right girlfriend if i could just this that then i'd be happy then i could sit on a nah. beach and drink a pina colada and just you know money anything y'all you know but guess what you would get <laughs> bored you would get bored in like a week if you were just yeah. sitting on the beach drinking pina coladas, it's in our human yeah. nature. We have to continually be growing. And if you're not, you're not going to be happy. That's what Mark Cuban said. He, uh, when he became a billionaire at, at, in his 20s, he said he, uh, he took off a year. And then he said, look, I've been to every country you could possibly be on. I've sat at every beach, drink every type of beer. Like, I need to do more. And that's when he bought the Mavericks, right? And that's what, he, that's what his passion is, what his love is. I could say that. You know, I've been on TV. I've been blessed to be in some crazy situations. And I, if you know me personally, I have so many things that I'm working on as my roommate. It's just who we are as people. Uh, you have to work on your passion because passion at the end of the day is only going to make you happy. Nothing else is. The money's not going to make you happy. Dating that girl, that dude ain't going to make you happy. Being on TV, all that's very minuscule and like quick, right? You have to have passion that lasts. Well, you, and how do you do that? You have to constantly have goals. And I'm going to tell you something that I, I, I don't always bring this up on the show, but this is fitting in perfectly. I, so I saw this app years and years ago on the App Store, like right when Apple came out, like the iPhone came out. And I don't remember how I got turned on to it, but it was called The Meaning of Life was the, the app. Right? And just based on who I am, of course, I clicked on it. Like, what is the meaning of life? Curious, right? And so I click on it, and it's literally just one diagram. The, the entire app is just a picture. And at the top, it says, we strive for more. And then there's a half arrow going down and pointing to because, we're, we, because we feel dissatisfied. And then there's another half arrow completing the circle going back up to 
we strive for more, right? So we strive for more because we feel dissatisfied. We feel dissatisfied because we strive for more. We strive for more. And it's this never ending loop. And at first when I read that, I remember feeling so like, it was like a depressing feeling like, wait, so basically what I'm getting from this is that we're never going to be happy, right? Because we, we want more, but then when we get it, we're still dissatisfied and then we have to keep getting more, right? But then it hit me at, at some point in my life where I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, there's some magic sauce here. We can use this, we can use this, I can use this to make myself more happy. And to me, it, what it all comes down to is making sure that you're continually growing and that you have goals. And so if you reach one goal, it's not, okay, I hit the goal, now I'm gonna go sit on the beach and drink the pina colada, it's okay, what's next? Even if your goal is a million dollars and you get that million, you, yeah, then what's that. your next goal, right? And and but you also need to be careful not to get caught up in the Joneses of, you know, uh, well, that guy's got a jet. I want a bigger jet type of thing. But it's yeah. more, you know, that's a whole separate conversation, which we don't need to get into. I can give but, an example of that. So, like, I want to be uh, financially free. Hold on. Let me my, let my dog keep talking. Uh, you're, good. Yeah. You're, you're, good. Oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. Keep going. I want to be I want to be financially free by 35. And I'm on the track to make that happen. But then my dad, I think he actually said, well, you're going to be 35. What the hell are you going to do afterwards? And I said, that's, I have my goals. Like, I want to know, I want to be fluent in Mandarin Chinese, you know, have Spanish down. I'm like, there's so, be a black belt, uh, no saxophone, guitar, piano, right? There's so many other goals, but it's not in comparison to the Jones's aspect. It's more so my passions, me being want to be a renaissance man, right? And so, like you were saying, you we can accomplish xyz but we, we're still going to want to do more and do something else right and so i need i would like for people to know that just because you make the american dream happen you're still going to want to be able to do more and there's nothing wrong with that just know that follow your path follow your happiness and I'm, that's what my book is all about following what makes you happy quite honestly i love that and tell us the name of your book making the love you want my bad making the love you want what a great title, yeah. which fits in perfectly with what you just said. Like you just kind of summed up your entire book right there, and that was amazing. I've never, I've never done it like that. Come on, that was good, dude. Let's, <laughs> hey, this is being recorded. It's gonna go on IG Live, um, and then we're my my team. What they'll do is they'll actually pick out snippets, the best snippets. So hopefully they'll pick this one out as, as a good one. If you're watching, whoever's doing this, pick that one out. And then what we do is we repost them to our uh, page and then we'll tag you, right? So then, nice, you, nice. then your people will see that too. So you can like write in, that. this is how I've been wanting to say it. Yeah, Isn't that funny so, how that works, right? Like, yeah, sometimes it just comes out perfectly. It's so hard, they, uh, like when I want to show, they'll say, go, now what is your book about? But it just came out so effortless, effortless, effortlessly right here. Yeah, and I appreciate right. that, if I could say nice, effortlessly. <laughs> yeah, no, that was very well said. Um, so. And what else do you, you know, your book? So, I mean, we haven't talked really about the mil your, your military career. I mean, let's talk about that a little bit and how that nice. helped to to kind of grow you as a human, your mindset, like what you learned, what, you know, what you got out of it, some, some pivotal experiences maybe that you had. I learned so much in the military. Uh, the biggest and foremost is that most people won't believe this. I had never watched a predominantly predominantly white cast movie until the military. I had always watched like just predominantly black and or hood movies. And when I went to the military, that was, it was such an eye-opening experience of other forms of media and other, well, other thought processes. And just to be around people that com think completely different than me. I'm like, what? And just to be able to learn their thoughts. And I think that that's a big thing that right now, this past election so many people have their their viewpoints have failed to have failed have, can you still hear me yeah sorry i had a slight error please repeat that last sentence there's something just okay. with the audio go ahead okay uh, the audio is crazy right now so many people through this past election forgot the human aspect which is we can have a difference of opinion and still want humans to thrive and, and to right. be able to connect in comparison to division. And so when I was in the military, I learned that. And that's what I literally learned was that I can have a completely different opinion than you and still love you as a human being and still, you know, shower you with respect and actually learn from you. So that's a big thing that the military taught me. I would say the second thing the military taught me was that 
pretty much I can do anything I want to do. Like I've, I've accomplished so much while I was in the military. I got in trouble while I was in the military and had to bounce back from it. Um, and then just culture, you know, culture is beautiful. Be going to countries to where you don't shake their right hand because that's the hand they don't use toilet paper, right? Use the other hand and shake with just abundance of there's so many different ways to do things. That's my biggest takeaway from the military. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So my, my grandfather and you were in, uh, which air force, air force. Yes. Um, so I come from, so my, my family comes from a very long line. They went to West point. My grandfather was a general in world war two, three-star general. Um, and you know, then it came to, you know, my mom and she completely went the opposite way and she rebelled. And she married my dad, who was a hippie, and my grandfather boycotted the wedding. Many for many years, they didn't even speak because, you know, what you're saying right now, like he had a certain minds, he had a certain kind of code that he had developed, and it didn't fit in with what what she was doing. I, from what you're saying, I would like to think that the military has evolved, you know, somewhat, and that it's a little bit more open and and understanding, and that it's still focusing on you know principles and cores, but it's not you know, saying at the expense of, you know, you need to hate not like that person or put that person down. You know, the biggest thing what happened, what took place while my time of service was that uh, it used to be, uh, I think don't ask, don't tell, like you couldn't have a same sex marriage, uh, which I'm against. I think you should be able to marry whoever the heck you want to marry. And they actually took that away. And now you can be with whoever you want to be. Um, and so I thought that was from pretty cool while in the military. That that's something yes. that took place while in my time in the military. Yeah, I, that was when I was saying that. I was thinking about how they did that. And yeah. How, um, how how that shows that they are evolving, which is a fantastic thing. But somebody keeps. I've seen a couple of requests. Uh, are we? We're saving this. It will be saved. It'll be an IG live. Um, we'll tag you in it so that you know people will be able to get it from you as well. So people will be able to if they want to share it and, and listen again or whatnot. Um, so we're kind of coming down to the end here. Is there, you know, is there something that you want to leave us with? And by the way, before you do that or after, you have to tell me the question I always ask all my guests at the end. What is the top habit that you feel like you have developed that has helped you to become the person that you've become? So you can either start with that or if you want to talk about something else first, we can get to that. I'll start with that. And it's being introspective. I know what my weaknesses are and in order to achieve my goals I simply surrounded myself with the things I want to accomplish so to be direct I only followed accounts to they gave me positivity I only followed financial accounts because I wanted to be financially free and I only followed friends that were speaking positively they spoke negatively I don't care how much I love them in real life I didn't follow them online so what I got from that, and thank you for sharing that, and that's an, an amazing habit, is to put that all in one, or if I put it into a habit, it would be your habit is to surround your life with the things that you know are going to help you to grow and become the person that you want to be, whether it's following yes. certain accounts, whether it's the people you surround yourself with, whether it's you know moving literally to another city. Literally, um, one of the reasons I moved to Austin was because my, one of my best friends is here, and so therefore... I value his input and his mindset. I want to be closer to his family, right? I'm my roommate, the reason I chose my roommate is because he's big on fitness. And so I want to be better with fitness. I mean, there's, you have to put, insert yourself in certain situations. That's the biggest thing I've learned. Proactive. That's exactly yeah. right. And again, it goes back to being a fixed victim versus a growth owner. A growth owner is going to be proactive and say, okay, this is lacking in my life. How do I fix it? Versus the fixed victim blaming it on everybody else and coming up with excuses. So good for you, man. Good for you. I'm really glad. I'm really glad we had this this conversation. And Same. thanks for coming on. Um, this has been really, really. I feel like we could literally talk for for two more hours. And maybe I'll have you on again. Right. This is amazing. Um, but let's keep in touch. I know you know you're doing. I see I see a lot of synergy here. So I'll, I'll DM you separately. Um, maybe get your digits. You know, not not in a weird way. <laughs> you know, and that's another thing. By the way, that's another success habit. I just want to end with this. I ask for guys' numbers, right? And there's this stigma, kind of like that hardos and try hard thing, and, and personal development yeah. of like, guys don't ask for other guys' numbers. Well, guess what? If you want to grow in life, you gotta. You just said 
going back to your habit, you got to surround yourself and make sure you're connected with the types of people that have a similar mindset and they're going to help take you to the places that you want to go. And so, yeah, the best way to do that to me, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm a texter. Like, I mean, email, I, I get overwhelmed with emails, DMs, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But for me, I'm a texter. So it's like, you know, DMs are hard. All right, my, 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 yeah, my homeboys DM me. And I'm like, bro, just text me because I'm, I may not see the DM. Yeah, DMs are hard. <laughs> right on, man. Well, thank you again for coming on. This has been awesome. And is there anything you want to leave people with? Uh, your, your, the name of your book again? Tell me again. Uh, Making the Love You Want. You can pick up a copy of my book for 50% off. I'm signing it as well. I literally sign every single copy and take it to the post office myself. Nice. Uh, com. Thank you, man. Thanks for being on, bro. That was fun. Thank you. Thank okay. you. You have a great one. You too. All right. That's it for today's episode of the Five Core Life Podcast with Will Moore, founder of More Momentum. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have not already, please make sure to subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you are listening or watching this so that you get notified when new episodes air every week. And if you've not joined the Five Core Life Facebook group, I encourage you to join that and see what all of the fuss is about. There's some awesome content designed to get your momentum going, including a monthly giveaway to win a complimentary coaching call with the Will Moore. The Facebook group is currently the only place to get Will's dedicated attention on your five core journey. If you're feeling stuck or just want someone to cheer you on, then that is the place you need to be. There's nothing like a community of people on the same journey to get you fired up, kicking butt, and taking names. So come join us. Get moving, gain momentum, join the movement. Join Emmett by going to moremomentum.com to take a free life evaluator quiz on where you currently stand in each of your five course. 